Hey, hey, legal pagers. Okay, going off of our previous episode where I talk about how to hit your goals by creating a roadmap for the coming year, today we're going to dive deeper and talk about how to set yourself and your business up to prepare for the big growth and hopefully hitting all of those goals. If you haven't listened to episode 150 yet, I definitely recommend that you go back and listen because having clarity on the why and the how of your goal setting for the year is a pivotal first step because everything I'm going to share in today's episode isn't going to make a whole lot of sense or have the same effect if you haven't gotten crystal clear and connected the dots on what you want 2023 to look like. All right, so now that I've got that all cleared up, business owners. I teased at the end of our last episode that I would be sharing all about how to prepare for your road trip and also prepare for the growth that you've set for 2023. Because let's face it, you aren't going to go on a massive road trip without making sure that your windshield wiper fluid is full. Hello, Montana winters, where you have to do that three to four times or that your tire pressure is good, or that you don't need an oil change, or that you packed all the right snacks so that you know exactly where you're staying at each leg of a cross-country road trip. And the same goes for the goals you set. Now, this may not be the most glamorous or sexy work as a business owner, let me tell you. After being in the industry for a while now, I know that particularly creatives are way better at actually dreaming and thinking up your goals (laughs) than the implementation and strategic operations to actually hit those goals, though, not so much. Another reason that this episode is going to be incredibly beneficial for you. I know that this is going to help prevent so many sticky operational situations from happening in your future. It's also going to help build that foundation that I've talked about time and time again, because you can't build a house with unsturdy two by fours or faulty steel or having shoddy contractors. It's just not a good idea. So enough metaphors for one intro. Let's just get into it. You're listening to The Legal Page Podcast, where we chat about life and business with a legal twist. I'm Paige, attorney and photographer helping online businesses and creatives tackle their business dreams without breaking out in hives. No more legal mumbo jumbo. This podcast features simple bite-sized advice that'll have you legally legit in no time. Are you ready? Let's get started. As a reminder, before we get into this episode, I am legally obligated to give my disclaimer. I am an attorney, but I am not your attorney. All legal information I talk about in this episode is intended for the masses and a large variety of different businesses. Please seek out another attorney in your city and home state if you need specific legal advice related to your unique business. Okay, let's get back to it. Alrighty, business owner. So now that we've intentionally set our big goals for the coming year and communicated them with our team and support members, let's actually prepare for all that growth. As I said at the beginning, this is like setting up your provisions for your big road trip. You have, have to start with operations. We here at the legal page like to think of our ops lane as really the backbone of our business. We've even had people ask, what do you do for ops? Like, can you share your secrets? And it's just been kind of 
we've been building it over time and we've learned lessons along the way. And I love sharing about how we run the ops lane of our business. That's operations for short. And essentially, you what I always tell people is you have to make sure that the vehicle is safe and ready to withstand the trip that you want to take. And of course, that you, the people in the car, which is your team members, know exactly what they need to do for each leg of the trip. So for example, if you're truly running your business by yourself and wearing all the hats, I like to think of it kind of like taking a horse and wagon Oregon Trail style across the country in 2023. Not efficient, not going to get you even to the Midwest by June kind of thing. (laughs) You have to load up your vehicle with the right people in the right vehicle to make your road trip a success. Like you're not going to take a tiny Toyota Camry with a team of eight people when you could take, you know, a Yukon or a Suburban. That would make everything a lot more comfortable. Now, here's another thought on this. I want you to imagine that you could snap your fingers and wiggle your nose and instantly achieve all of your goals. Like, congrats, you hit them all. But hitting all of your goals overnight would probably not be good news. Usually, we're actually not prepared for this type of growth, and I honestly don't want you to experience it. it you, you will make mistakes along the way. Yeah, it's cool, and everyone wants to go viral, or everyone wants to like have that amazing like 100, 200K month, but I want you to use this prompt as an exercise to uncover what you truly need to do to not only hit your goals— but to have that solid foundation in place to support those goals. Here's some questions to start thinking about operations-wise. And this is what we always do as a team. What could go wrong? What would break? What other issues would this cause in your life and your business? Personal life as well. This will prompt you to help uncover the people, the processes, the symptoms, the tasks that are essential to your success. You could even say, that they're squirrel-proof. So to give you an example, let's say one of the big goals you set was launching a course and enrolling 100 students. That's very concrete. If you enrolled those students right now, what would the onboarding look like? Would you even be able to send out that many contracts to people, accept that many payments, and actually onboard everyone with the top customer service in mind? Or Do they just get in there and you're going to like sort of drip content and they're going to be confused and you're going to be confused and your team's going to be scrambling trying to support them. Now, I want you to break down all of the things that need to be done with something like this. If this is your big goal you set for yourself. I don't want things to go wrong. And I promise you sticky situations are going to happen if you just throw things at the wall and you don't think about the operations behind them. So what do you need to put in place now in Q1? What do you need to plug into Q2 and Q3 to make this, say, a successful launch by September? Because odds are if you're launching something in 2023, all the prep work needs to be done long before the week of the launch. Listen to me now before you start launching things. I know you're still going to be staying up late at night and getting the last minute things done, but we all know from experience here at the legal page and every other person I've talked to in the industry online that your biggest successes in terms of launches include the ones that are so thoughtfully prepped for in advance. 
you know, if you enroll a hundred students, that's great. And maybe you make, I don't know, $50,000. But what if you prepped for that one to two months in advance and you enrolled 250 students and you made over six figures? Wouldn't that be even more awesome? So please, please, please don't skip the operation step. Again, I just, I cannot reiterate this enough. After you've set your roadmap for your big goals and you are clear on finding any leaks that could be exposed or amplified when achieving that goal, what you're doing here is preventing a massive engine leak two-thirds of the way into your road trip that leaves you stranded on the road or worse, makes you buy a whole new car. And as we go back to our road trip analogy that we're on for 2023, this could be making sure there are air in all four tires, that the windshield washer fluid is full, that you don't need an oil change any time soon, that you don't have any small leaks that could become big leaks on a long road trip. Think of it sort of like putting out the fires before they become fires or at least doing some tree cutting during off season to hopefully prepare for what's inevitable in the hot summers in Montana. (laughs) So again, operations are key. What platforms do you need? Who is going to run those platforms? Who is helping you send out emails? Who is helping with the customer service? Who's in your support inbox? When are you going to be live, say in this new online membership that you're putting out there? Uh, There's all of those operations and timing and prep work you know, that all needs to be done in advance. With, along those lines, I of course like to give a little bit of legal tips here as the legal page. I love talking business, but I always like to give you um, some legal know-how. I want to talk about contracts and insurance things that might go wrong as you're on your yearly road mapping journey. It's important, super, super vital to make sure that you're prepared for when things will be needed and how to implement, say, contracts throughout your you know, business journey with new offers. Because, let me be fully frank here with you, that's exactly what contracts do. Let's not wait until there's an issue and backtrack to find out if you're protected or not. Think of this like your car insurance or having OnStar support. You got to be prepared for the worst before it even happens, and it might not even happen, but at least you're prepared for it. So with your offers or courses or client experiences, you have to have that contract in place to begin with to be prepared for what may be to come. And a quick note here, a contract doesn't replace actually having insurance for your business. This is just a metaphor. So make sure that you have proper insurance for your business, like general liability policy. Um, maybe you're you're worried about like taking your gear, you travel a lot, get some gear insurance as well. Uh, and then a contract saves the clients and saves, uh, you know, a customer that you're supporting from sticky situations into the future. I like to think of it as your insurance is your umbrella, but your contract is kind of the first step to save you. And then if things go wrong, of course, your insurance can potentially kick in. So if you hit your goals, yay you. But <laughs> if you're not set up on the back end with your contracts, you're just going to have sticky situations arise again and again and again throughout the year. Like enter here nightmare client or student that starts nitpicking everything and asking for more than you offered. 
leaky boundaries just come into play and not looking at your contracts beforehand or having 100 students in your online course or having, you know, 10 new clients with your new service offering sign an updated contract and they just signed an old contract, it's going to leave you not only feeling uneasy, but extremely unprepared. Hot tip here. As you're thinking about your big goals and the contracts you need to have in place, again, be like, oh, Sally, I'm Sally. I'm launching a membership program and I need a membership program contract to be agreed to at checkout when someone signs up. I don't want to have to send it to them later. That's an operations thing. Like, how can you automate this? How can you make it easier on yourself? I want you to look at what needs to be modified specific to the offer that you're creating or the new experience that you have for clients or the new upsell that you're going to have. Are you adding on, say, a free first month that needs to be outlined in your contract? What about recurring payments? When do they need to notify you of, say, a change in the contract? Or if you have like a membership program, a subscription change before they're automatically charged? All of this needs to be laid out in the contract when they first sign up. So don't wait until the week before launch to buy a contract template and do all of this. I promise you, you're going to miss something. Get the contract template now for the goal that you're trying to reach. Review that contract template. That way you have a base understanding in your mind of what it says. And then you'll know as you work through that muddy operational waters of setting up your offer from getting it to, you know, just thinking about it to actually launch mode, what needs to be modified in that contract template to match your unique business. And every single time you have different steps or your team talks about things, you just go back to the contract and you get it ready to put in your checkout. Or your CRM system, say, if it's just, you know, being sent to one client at a time. Oh, and one other thing about hitting those big goals. Sometimes you'll need to hire out more help. This is a big thing with operations. Whether that's a funnel expert or an email marketing expert or a Facebook ads expert or a sales page expert or a copywriter, graphic designer, the list goes on. All of those contractors and or employees, they need contracts in place. Please protect your IP, intellectual property, and protect your work product. When contractors and people work for you, you want them to assign full copyright ownership of all of the work product that they worked on for you to your company immediately. So as you review your contracts or your contractors' agreements that they're sending to you, you want to think about, you know, not only what could go wrong, but what has gone wrong in the last year with my business. One big thing, I'm going to put this out there, that I heard in the industry at the end of 2022, and I don't know why, was that work product was getting deleted from contractors. Like contractors were kind of um, abrasive and vengeful and they would just delete things from different people's accounts. So be careful when bringing people into your business and remember that those type of things can happen and you need to put that in your contract to prevent it from happening and that they are liable if things like that occur. They work for you. All of that is your business's, you know, copyright-owned product. Remember, if things go wrong, it also usually starts with poor expectations set with your workers. So how can you make things crystal clear with onboarding and in your contracts when you're bringing people to your team? 
Also, during this time, think about your rates. And if your rates you're currently charging really reflect what you're worth in 2023, do you need to update those rates in your contracts for 2023? All right, so we talked about a lot of operations of your business, who you need to hire. Um, Are you making sure that you're hitting the operational milestones that you need to hit until you reach that big first goal? And of course, thinking about contracts and insurance and like the back end things. Now, let's move on to the third and final step here taxes. (laughs) Prepare, this is numbers, 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 numbers. Prepare for what you know is coming and plan ahead accordingly so there's no big surprises. You want to start your trip with a full tank of gas, snacks, and air in the tires. Now, I am pacing us to the future in like Q2 here and then potentially Q2 of 2024. (laughs) But can we get into a momentum now that we have our goals set and we have communicated goals and we've built our foundation with proper contracts and proper operations, I don't want this to be the first major roadblock that throws you off course. I mean, can you imagine working so hard and bringing so much to life and then having everything brought to a halt only then to discover you weren't as prepared as you thought you were in terms of paying for things? (laughs) and paying for your taxes. And now you're scrambling for receipts. You're down to the wire. Or maybe you were hit with like a massive tax liability bill um, come April, 2023 for your previous year. And you had planned for a lot of your business budget to go towards this new launch and you've hired a lot of new contractors, but now you have to pay this tax liability bill that you weren't expecting. Now you're scrambling even more to find the funds to support your goals for this year. This is why I want you to take the time now to get adjusted. Please just spend one hour per week gathering 2022 financial information. By the end of this month, I want you to properly look at your P&Ls from last year and have all of your ducks in a row for what your tax liability may be on top of what you've already paid for probably quarterlies last year if you made anything more than a thousand, or if you have to pay any more tax-wise than a thousand dollars, you definitely need to be paying quarterlies. But I don't want you to let April catch you by surprise because it always does. And it's like, it comes around every year. So why aren't people thinking about this all year? I'm such a money person. I'm an economics major. I'm a math minor. Like I love looking at financial information, but I I want to like help people embrace being, uh, you know, the chief financial officer of your business as well. Just one hour per week of compiling financial information and viewing that will help ditch the overwhelm of tax season every year. I do this every single quarter when I have to pay quarterly taxes. I also do this at the end of every year because, you know, in previous episodes, I talked about deductions and just things you need to do before the end of the year runs out and the clock strikes midnight on December 31st. So make sure you have all your receipts ahead of time that you've partnered with the right accountant and bookkeeper to move forward to tax time in the appropriate manner, and that you can hit the ground running in Q2 on the same pace that you've been on in Q1. It's just this roadblock that I don't want you to um, get into. Also, also, when you're road mapping for launches, think about where people's money is. Lots of people launch... (laughs) 
um, at the end of April or beginning of May or June because people are getting tax returns. And so people have a little bit more expendable income to spend on launches for their business. You don't want to do it at the beginning of April when people have no idea what their finances are going to be. Um, this is why a lot of people also launch like over Black Friday and in December because people have expendable income usually by the end of the year uh, to write off as a business expense. Anyway, what I'm trying to get at here, sorry, a little tangent, but hopefully little to no surprises will come your way financially I don't want you to have goals that you've set being thrown to the wayside or delayed because you're scrambling monetary-wise. Financially, I want you to be set every single month of the year. And I also promise getting your ducks in a row early feels so good with taxes. Knowing that in advance, say that you're paying quarterly taxes the right and appropriate way so that you're not hit with that huge bill in April, just it feels really, really good. Now, how to file is a much bigger topic that we will get into in some future episodes. I'm going to talk about S-Corps and LLCs and just different things you can do to like set yourself up for success this year in 2023 for next year's taxes. If you've kind of faltered over the past few years with your small business and maybe now you are on like a really good pace and you're making good money, I want you to prepare for that for next year. If you're listening to this in real time, I do have an episode coming out soon about all of that and deciding kind of the best business structure for your taxes. It's going to be really good and full of juicy details about saving moolah for your business's tax bill. So just stay tuned for that. And while we're still on the topic of taxes real quick, prepare for 1099s now. Uh, They are due January 31st, so don't put this one off. Anytime that you send a contractor through direct deposit or check or cash, anything over $600 in the previous year, they're an independent contractor and you need to send them a 1099 NEC form. If you have questions about sending out 1099Ks versus 1099 NECs, we have lots of blogs about this. We also have a podcast about this in the past that you can search in our podcast platform. But just know that if you're paying a contractor through PayPal or Stripe or any type of like online payment, if they're sending you even a HoneyBook invoice, you don't need to send them a 1099 NEC form. They will be properly sent a 1099K if they are supposed to receive them by those payment settlement entities. So it's just 1099 NECs are usually only for direct deposit, people you're paying via check or paying via cash. All right, good news. We've covered how to prep super well for our road trip and the not so glamorous side of setting goals with operations and all the things you need to do to get those goals done. So I want to recap really quick on what I want you to do. First, I want you to fast forward and ask yourself, if you achieve these big goals right now, what could go wrong? Let's highlight the leaks and cracks in the foundation and structural build and fix them operationally before our house comes tumbling down. Or if you're still with me on a car metaphor before you break down on the side of the road. Next, I want you to review and update your contracts and the insurance policies that you have. Get the new ones that you need well in advance. Of course, make sure that you head to legalpage.com and check out our shop and resources to really help you make your contract solid. Of course, make sure you head to thelegalpage.com 
and check out our shop and resources to really help make your contract super solid. We create custom contracts for any type of offer that you may think of and goal that you are setting for 2023. And the final thing I want you to do is to help prepare for your big goals and get your ducks in a row for finances and taxes and start thinking about them. Like I mentioned, I don't want this to be the first roadblock that throws you off course for 2023. So look at your receipts, your accounts, partner with your accountant and your bookkeeper that you can trust. As we wrap up this episode, I also want to tell you to be on the lookout for the next episode that I have about sharing business entities, filing, and what it means to you as a business owner to save money in the long run and hopefully structure your business, legally speaking, also uh, in the best way possible. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this road mapping journey of setting goals, accomplishing those goals, and just getting all of your ducks in a row and just making sure that the steps are there and you're seeing the steps that you need to take as you move forward in 2023. I will see you all in the next episode. And of course, if you have any questions, you can always reach out to us at thelegalpage.com or the legal page on social media. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Legal Page Podcast. See, I told you being legally legit isn't so scary. Be sure to visit thelegalpage.com for all show notes. And it would be super awesome if you could head over to iTunes and leave a review. Last but not least, don't forget to join my free Facebook group for unlimited legal and biz Q&A. Chat soon, Legal Pagers. Legal Pagers.